welcome to Story Station, episode 29. In this episode, you can listen to two African stories. The first story is titled, The King and the Juju Tree. Listen to this scary story about a spirit and a princess. The second story is titled, Why the Worms Live Underneath the Ground. Have you ever wondered why worms are always underground? Listen to this dramatic story to find out why. Hope you enjoy it! I'll read a story called The King and the Juju Tree. Udo Ubak Udong was a famous king who lived at Itong, which is an inland town and does not possess a river. The king and his wife, therefore, used to wash at the spring just behind their house. King Udo had a daughter, of whom he was very fond, and looked after her most carefully, and she grew up into a beautiful woman. For some time, the king had been absent from his house, and had not been to the spring for two years. When he went to his old place to wash, he found that the Edom juju tree had grown up all around the place, and it was impossible for him to use the spring as he had done formerly. He therefore called fifty of his young men to bring their matchets, or knives, and cut down the tree. They started cutting the tree, but it had no effect, as directly they made a cut in the tree, it closed up again. So after working all day, they found that they had made no impression on it. When they returned at night, they told the king that they had been unable to destroy the tree. He was very angry when he heard this and went to the spring the following morning, taking his own matchet with him. When the juju tree saw that the king had come himself, he was starting to try to cut his branches. He caused a small splinter of wood to go into the king's eye. This gave the king great pain, so he threw down his matchet and went back to his house. The pain, however, got worse, and he could not eat or sleep for three days. The king therefore sent for his witchmen, and told them to cast lots to find out why he was in such pain. When they had cast lots, they decided that the reason was that the juju tree was angry with the king because he wanted to wash at the spring and had tried to destroy the tree. They told the king that he must take seven baskets of flies, a white goat, a white chicken, and a white piece of cloth and make a sacrifice of them in order to satisfy the juju. The king did this, and the witchmen tried their lotions on the king's eye, but it got worse and worse. He then dismissed these witches and got another lot. When they arrived, they told the king that although they could do nothing themselves to relieve his pain, they knew one man who lived in the spirit land who could cure him. So the king told them to send for him at once, and he arrived the next day. Then the spirit man said, Before I do anything to your eye, what will you give me? So King Udo said, I will give you half my town with the people in it, also seven cows and some money. But the spirit man refused to accept the king's offer. As the king was in such pain, he said, Name your own price. I'll pay you. The spirit man said, 
that the only thing he was willing to accept as payment was the king's daughter. At this, the king cried very much and told the man to go away, as he would rather die than let him have his daughter. That night, the pain was worse than ever, and some of his subjects pleaded with the king to send for the spirit man again and give him his daughter, and told him that he, when he got well, he could no doubt have another daughter, but that if he died now, he would lose everything. The king then sent for the spirit man again, who came very quickly, and in great grief, the king handed his daughter to the spirit. The spirit man then went out to the bush, collected some leaves which he soaked in water and beat up. The juice he poured into the king's eye and told him that when he washed his face in the morning, he would, able to, he would be able to see what was troubling him in the eye. The king tried to persuade him to stay the night, but the spirit man refused and departed that same night for the spirit land, taking the king's daughter with him. Before it was light, the king rose up and washed his face, and found that the small splinter from the juju tree, which had been troubling him so much, dropped out of his eye. The pain disappeared, and he was quite well again. When he came to his proper senses, he realized that he had sacrificed his daughter for one of his eyes. So he made an order that there should be a general mourning throughout the kingdom for three years. For the first two years of the morning, the king's daughter was put in the fatting house by the spirit man and was giving, given food. But a skull who was in the house told her not to eat, as they were fattening her up, not for marriage, but so they could eat her. She therefore gave all the food which was brought to her to the skull and lived on chalk herself. Towards the end of the third year, spirit man brought some of his friends to see the king's daughter and told him he would kill her the next day and they would have a good feast off of her when she woke up in the morning the spirit man brought her food as usual but the skull who wanted to preserve her life and who had heard what the spirit man said called her into the room and told her what was going to happen later that day she handed the food to the skull and he said when the spirit man goes to the wood with his friends to prepare for the feast you must run back to your father he then gave her some medicine which would make her strong for the journey and also gave her directions as to the road telling her that there were two roads but that when she came to the parting of ways she was to drop some of the medicine on the ground and the two roads would become one he then told her to leave by the back door and go through the wood until she came to the end of town. She would then find the road. If she met people on the road, she was to pass them in silence, as if she saluted them, they would know that she was a stranger in the spirit land and might kill her. She was also not to turn around if anyone called to her, but was to go straight on till she reached her father's house. Having thanked the skull for his kind advice, the king's daughter started off, and when she reached the end of town and found the road, she ran for three hours, and at last arrived at the branch roads. Then there she dropped her medicine, as been instructed, and the two roads immediately became one, 
so she went straight on and never saluted anyone or turned back, even though several people called to her. About this time, the spirit man had returned from the wood and went to the house, only to find that the king's daughter was absent. He asked the skull where she was, and he replied that she had gone out by the back door, but he did not know where she had gone to. Being a spirit, however, he very soon guessed that she had gone home. So he followed as quickly as possible, shouting out all the time. When the girl heard his voice, she ran as fast as she could, and at last arrived at her father's house, and told him at once to take a cow, a pig, a sheep, a goat, a dog, a chicken, and seven eggs, and cut them into seven parts of sacrifice, and leave them on the road, so that when the spirit man saw these things, he would stop and not enter the town. The king did this immediately and made the sacrifice as his daughter had told him. When the spirit man saw the sacrifice on the road, he sat down and at once began to eat. When he satisfied his appetite, he packed up the remainder and returned to the spirit land, not troubling any more about the king's daughter. When the king had saw that the danger was over, he beat his drum and declared that for the future, when people died, and went to the spirit land, they should not come back to the earth again as spirits to cure sick people. The end. I hope you like this story. The next story begins in a moment. I'll read a story called Why the Worms Live Under the Ground. When Io III was ruling over all men and animals, he had a very big palaver house, to which he used to invite his subjects at intervals to feast. After the feast had been held, and plenty of tombow had been drunk, it was the custom of the people to make speeches. One day after the feast, the head driver ant got up and said that he and his people were stronger than anyone, and that no one. Even the elephant could stand before him, which was quite true. He was particularly offensive in his allusions to the worms, whom he disliked very much, and he said that they were just poor, wriggling things. The worms got very angry and complained, so the king said that the best way to decide the question who was stronger was for both sides to meet on the road and fight the matter out between themselves to a finish. He appointed the third day from the feast for the contest, and all the people turned out to witness the battle. The driver ants left their nest in the early morning in thousands and millions, and, as is their custom, marched in a line about one inch broad, densely packed, so that it was like a dark brown band moving over the country. In front of the advancing column, they had out their scouts, advanced guard, and flankers, and the main body followed in their millions close behind. When they came to the battlefield, the moving band spread out, and as the thousands upon thousands of ants rolled up, the whole piece of ground was moving, was a moving mass of ants and bunches of struggling worms. The fight was over in a very few minutes, 
as the worms were bitten in pieces by the sharp, pincer-like mouths of the driver ants. The few worms who survived squirmed away and buried themselves out of sight. King Eo decided that the driver ants were easy winners, and ever since, the worms have always been afraid and have lived underground. And if they happen to come to the surface, after the rain, they hide themselves under the ground whenever anything approaches, as they fear all people. The end. I hope you enjoyed this story. Thank you for listening to Story Station. We are adding stories as frequently as possible, so check back often. We would love to hear your feedback and any questions you may have. Thank you.